Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but usually in good faith. I'm Keith. My co-host is usually Mike, but he's unavailable for some reason. I can't remember. So I've conscripted my girlfriend again to help out. Hi, Alyssa. Hi. Uh, Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. I'm a glutton for punishment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel like we didn't... Well, I know we didn't listen to our last episode together because I thought the audio quality was like intolerably bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. You sounded fine. I was just kind of quiet. So <laughs> I don't know if we said anything. You didn't seem as angsty or anxious about things you said in that episode. No, I think I did enough uh, house cleaning. Okay. I hope. Who knows? <laughs> we haven't heard it. So um, I know what Mike and I usually do, but I haven't quite figured out what our shtick is yet. Our shtick? Yeah, on this podcast. Like a (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, like our shtick, like the thing that we do. Pretend like we're in an (laughs) over-relationship. Right. (laughs) Try and consign people into a threesome with us. (laughs) Um, I think today we'll talk about online dating a bit first. And then I have a few sex-related topics we've talked about lately, like while walking around Europe. And then I have some questions from listeners in Reddit. So I guess that'll be our program today. And yeah, hopefully the audio is better than last time. I spent some time dicking around with the mic and did mic checks. So hopefully hopefully we have this sorted. If not, we'll listen to it later and spiral about it. <laughs> right, right. There's also the like AC in our hotel room to contend with, but it's 99 degrees outside. So I'm afraid turning it off will be worse than whatever... Oh, we can make a game out of it. Like, who's going to pass out first from the heat? Yeah, it is brutally hot here. Uh, Also, we're in Serbia and the hotel Wi-Fi is unreliable. So I'm tethering through my phone, which may or may not work. But I guess if it doesn't work, the listeners won't know. So, Um, okay. You suggested Mm -hmm. that we talk about online dating photo cliches. And you had like a whole list. I just think online dating photo cliches or common online dating photos and mm-hmm. what do we think that they say about people? Okay. Cause I think generally it's a lot of a slew of like the same 10, at least from my end. Yeah. And then I'm really interested and curious to see from the male perspective, like what are like the most common threads that you see from like the fe- for like on female sides yeah. and like, what do you think it says about them? Yes. I mean, I definitely see the same things over and over and over. I don't know. I haven't compiled a great list. I have a, I have a lame list, but I'm not, I don't have that much time because it's okay. I have I have a lame list too. It's I didn't think of I couldn't think of anything clever, so I just thought of like the top five things that just kind of irk me. Okay, we have to try and, to like okay imbue this with funniness. Okay, okay, you go first. <laughs> okay, so number one, I'm looking at my uh, online my my notes on my phone. Okay, holding a fish. Yeah, why is this so common? Okay, I don't think it's that common. Okay. So I- have you swiped through the mail, like okay. the mail Tinder no, or I have mail not. hinge? I am aware that this is like the number one most commonly complained about right. thing that men post in their online dating mm-hmm. profiles, like a picture of them holding a fish. But if you're a dude who likes fishing and that's like a thing about yeah. you, you're probably pretty proud about that time you caught the medium sized one. And <laughs> you. Like, I mean, but like how many people like there? so we live in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. I mean, are there lots of people doing this in the Bay Area? Not so much in the Bay Area, but generally anything outside of, you know, San Francisco, if you kind of go out to like Bayview and you keep kind of going south or north, yeah. the 
amount of fish photos, they increase. Uh-huh. You, know, you just go 10 miles out of the city, it increases. And it's so common. But- I almost feel like some people do it ironically. And you can almost tell when people do it to be funny. And I kind of like that. How could they indicate using photos only in their subsequent non-fish photos that the fish photo was ironic? I don't know. Like maybe if they're wearing overalls with like no shirt underneath and you're in like, they're just they're, it, something funny where you're like, okay, this, they're obviously doing this as satire. If they were wearing a MAGA hat, would you think it was more likely to be ironic or if more likely could, to be real? More likely to be real. Cause I'm already forming a stereotype in my head when right. I already see the fish photo. But if someone's able to pull off that much irony in a photo alone, yeah. they're going to be really funny hmm. and I'll swipe right. But that's a very talented, like and very wearing, rare. Wearing a MAGA hat in the Bay area on your in your online dating photo oh, yeah. is, is a no oh, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a no no it's a, it's like it's like the the syphilis of like of right. online dating <laughs> <laughs> yeah. by the way i have gonorrhea uh, okay <laughs> do you want to, okay what's your next one i feel like you have more yeah. than me so we're, maybe we'll do two i know yeah well they're always it's all about animals i realize okay all right fine i have one i have one i have one uh there's like this yoga pose where what is it called? Like triangle pose. It's one where you go like this. You're like two feet. You, your feet are like this and your arms are like this. Your feet are like. Your feet are here. Uh-huh. And you have your arms like this. I think oh, it's called triangle yeah, pose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know. Triangle. Tri- yeah, triangles. Go with that. You know that pose? Yes. And so basically it's your legs are spread wide open. No. And. Your legs are together. Like this. Uh-huh. This is great radio. Okay. <laughs> and your arms are like this. You have one hand on the ground and one hand in the sky. But your legs are together? Are you serious? All right. This is what it looks show, like. Show me. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know what that's called. How would have you described it? So our listeners could like decide whether you could describe it A better. side plank, except it looks like you're raising your hand. Shit. That's <laughs> it's much what... better and much clearer. <laughs> keep, right, so whatever. We're cutting those, this from keep, the podcast. Keep those trying to show me with his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, that's a super common, uh, mm-hmm. it's a super common thing. Normally there's like a sunset or a sunrise or they're like up on a cliff somewhere uh-huh. or they're at Machu Picchu. Wait, they're doing yoga at Machu Picchu? Yeah, people do that. There's a popular photo spot at Machu Picchu. And people and, just and people just are doing yoga yeah, no poses. Doubt. There's no yoga classes. They're just doing the pose on there. Yes. Another one is the tree pose mm-hmm. um, or the modified tree pose where they have their like arms in the sky. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what is the girl trying to signal with the yoga pose photo? I don't know. I they, that, oh, come on. I can speculate. So this is just, this is just me speculating. Uh-huh. I think that, so when women, when they like with dating profiles, mm-hmm. they are very carefully curated. And if they're not, it's pretty, it's like, it's full of satire and a lot of like funny yeah, let's stuff. Let's assume they're doing yeah. this intentionally no, it, it, and it's not no, ironic they're, or no, satire. They're, they're definitely doing this intentionally. And what I think they're trying to signal is that they're, that they're mindful or that they work out and they're like, Hey, I take care of my body. I hope you take care of yourself too. Kind of, that's what I'm assuming is going on there. Or like, or they're also kind of like sub signaling like I'm very flexible, FYI. No, that's not what's going that's on. That's what I would do. I don't think women in their online dating profiles are, are ever trying to sexualize themselves. Mm, we are. I don't think so. Just subtly. Like we're not posting. Why would you need to do that? You know that every man who you ever match with mm-hmm. is trying to fuck you. Like you don't need to do things that like oh, yeah, it's, dial it's, up your sex. It's subtle though. Wink, wink. 
Okay. I'm giving you my weird wink face right now. Right. Alyssa can't, <laughs> Alyssa can't wink. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wink. <laughs> uh, yeah, but what? Okay. Okay. That's look, what I think of right. signaling. When they're signaling that, that they take care of themselves. Right. When I say that they never signal, you know, sexiness or whatever, that's not quite right. You'll you'll often see photos with women in a bikini, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe on a boat or on a beach. Easy, too easy. And what do you mean? Oh no, it's just so it's so easy for like on our side. Like all you have to do is just post one body photo of you in a bikini, right. and then it's just game over. Do you I think... don't even have to write anything in my bio. Yeah, but you don't need to do that anyway. Like, I think that people... Work smarter, not harder. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. The whole thing with online dating for women is, is just so different than it is for men. Like, at least with my profile, I curate this, like, super careful list of photos that mm-hmm. are each, you know, meticulously chosen to signal something that casts as wide a net as possible and oh, doesn't yeah. exclude anybody. Yeah, we talked about this in the, yeah, the last we did. podcast. And so... It's really hard for me to understand what women are doing when they make their profiles. Because, of course, if they're pretty, they can just post like two two or three photos that vaguely establish that. Mm-hmm. And they're going to match with like 50 plus percent of people mm-hmm. that they swipe yes on. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the entire premise is, seems sort of like flawed here. But like what might a woman think she might be trying to signal? With I that? think... What I think is whenever, so a woman, all you have to do is you really have to post like some good photos of yourself, like one good foot face photo, right? Mm-hmm. One good body shot. Mm-hmm. And then maybe something of you doing activity that you like to do, right? So I think when you're, when you're putting that photo out, you're signaling to men like, Hey, I take care of myself. I hope you take care of yourself too. I also want a dude who's not going to give me shit for doing yoga, you know? Yeah. Cause the last thing you want to do is go on a date with someone who's like, Oh yeah. Oga's just, yoga's just stretch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, you're kind of sig- you're putting these like, little signals out there where it's just kind of like trying to weed everyone out. But what do you think is going on? I'm like from your perspective. I suspect that they are really into yoga Mm -hmm. and it's a thing that they think is important, especially if they're doing it in front of some sort of UNESCO world heritage site. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're not clearly thinking that that could be signaling that they're sort of insufferable, right? Like there's this, didn't you used to date a yoga instructor? Uh, I've dated multiple <laughs> yoga instructors and a Pilates instructor. Um, and they were they were actually all See, you know, they're fine to- in spite of their So you're totally they're people are totally normal. Easternism, Eastern, <laughs> you know, culture obsessions. Uh, yeah, I think Yeah, I think they're thinking that it shows that you know, maybe that they they're mindful. Maybe they're trying to, you know, virtue signal mindfulness or mm-hmm. something or some sort of equanimity, the work-life balance kind of thing. Mm. But for me, especially, you know, if it's somebody in San Francisco who works for Google, for example, which seems to be half the people who are yeah. online dating, yeah. it it signals some sort of like obliviousness about, you know, what really makes them happy or they're like searching for some sort of yeah. happiness, but I don't know if they get projected. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm probably going to get dragged by the, all the yoga hotties for saying this, but mm. I think m- maybe what's going on there is that it's kind of an identity thing. Like some people mistake yoga as being like their full, like an identity. You know what I mean? So yeah. like some people will say, oh, coffee is like an identity, right? right? Or yoga is an identity thing. So it's just like they're trying to project something that's 
something they do that they're interested in, you know? And yeah. so they're kind of like conforming to this whole identity of like be, being really into yoga, which is totally fine. Do you, you wow. know? How often do you see, speaking of identities, men wearing a sports team jersey in one of their online dating photos? If I were a man, I oh, would gosh. never post that in my online dating profile because I think that would like, I don't know how many women don't give a shit about sports, but it's some mm -hmm. large percentage. Yeah. And women who do care about sports aren't pouring over online dating profiles looking for this picture of the guy yeah. in the Giants jersey. So I would never put it in there, but mm -hmm. I'm curious how many you see that, that do. A lot. Really? And I think it's not even that people are ten are repping their team. It's mm. just they do it passively where they'll have well, maybe a hat they don't on. have that many photos. Maybe it's that's just who they are. I, and that's another thing too. When I see people who don't have like a lot of photos, you can tell where they had to crop somebody out. Like they had a crop yeah. their ex girlfriend out of the photo, yeah. or they took a lot of selfies in themselves. That screams to me that they don't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have a social life. Yeah. They could just be modest. But I think Occam's Razor. Is Occam's there. Razor. Is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, what else? Okay, I have another one. It's always animal related. This is actually a good one. Okay, hit me. I'll be the judge of that. Posting a photo with a dog. Not of a dog, yeah. but with a dog. And the thing is, I already know that's definitely not your dog, usually. <laughs> like every time someone's posting with a dog, I'm like, that's probably not your dog. Because anytime I ask, they're always like, oh, it was a friend's, or oh, it's my mom's, or oh, it's did my sister. Did I have sister. a picture? You would have, yeah, you did. With Emma? Yeah, you did. Emma is my mom's I, no I, dead dog rip. I think I think one of the things I asked you too was like, what's your dog's name? And you're like, oh, it's my mom's. I was like, of course, I knew it. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, what, what, is, what is one supposed to do though? Because I do think women like seeing oh, no. pictures of men with animals. I'm such a dupe for it. Like, honestly, like Emma's right. a pussy magnet. Yeah. So I would use her all day. I'm just saying that. Um, even if it wasn't yours. Even if it's not yours, it, it makes me stop. Okay, so you acknowledge that it's a good oh, idea. Oh, it's a great idea. So any, so just, just hear from me. I'm a sucker. Yeah. I'm such a sucker for it. Like if you have a cute dog <laughs> in that photo, like I will, I will stop and I will look. Okay. <laughs> so men, if if all if nothing else, Photoshop a golden yeah. retriever <laughs> into one of your photos. Okay, what else? Okay, um, men taking selfies in a mirror. Yeah. What's up with that? I like read a, I read an article somewhere, and I think Hinge, Bumble, and Tinder they compiled a lot of data, mm -hmm. and they said Hinge found out that bathroom selfies is ninety percent less likely to get likes from people. So why do people do that? Well, the most generous possible interpretation is that they don't have that many photos, and so they're yeah, just trying to they add something. But I agree that signaling that you don't have that many photos is really bad too. But so. taking photos, it's like, and it's. Yeah, taking photos in a bathroom, and I know it's not your, it's like either their bathroom or it's definitely their work bathroom. I don't know, like it, it just, no, I think no, yeah, no photo throws that many red flags at me. It's just like, <laughs> do you want to see a photo of the man topless in his set? Let's say he has seven photos. Mm -hmm. Is it aggressive if one of them is topless? And, you know, it look, depends on there's the context. A, there's a, of course, right. so there's, the mere selfie mm -hmm. at the gym. Oh yeah, that's probably bad. Context. Okay, another thing: hate the gym selfies. Sure. This is just this is just one my thing own at a time. Thing. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> it's frustrating. Yeah, so the worst possible shirtless photo would be gym mere selfie, mm -hmm. and then I think so. My profile has my myself, and I've I've a b tested various topless photos of myself, but you can't. I don't have a large enough sample size because unfortunately I don't match with thousands of people. So I but can't you look know. so good topless oh, and it's wholesome. Well, so this is the other thing. Yeah. Like depending on how you look, you may or may not, but all everything else being equal, mm -hmm. like what sort of topless photo would you consider acceptable? Okay. Just so thinking. 
<laughs> and like the thing that comes to mind is something that would be candid where you would have to have your shirt off. Like say you were running a marathon or you were on vacation with your friends or you're near a body of water. These uh-huh. are all, these are all fine. These are all scenarios where like, I would expect for you to have your shirt off. Yeah. If you have your t-shirt on in these scenarios, what are we hiding? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But do you want, would you prefer that one of the seven photos be one that's topless? Oh no, I don't care because you're not going to know until you get to the date. You don't like you care really... if he looks good with his shirt off? Oh no, I won't I won't be able to tell. Like if there's someone has a photo of them with their shirt off, I'm not yeah. gonna I won't know hundred percent because I'm gonna be like, oh, you know, like the pandemic happened. Like I don't know how old this photo is. I really don't know what this person looks like. Well, you know, set, so I set won't set aside the pandemic. Uh-huh. Let's say you know it's a recent photo. Oh, it's there's just... a picture of a newspaper a... from last okay. week in the photo or something. It doesn't matter so much for women as I think it does for men, right? Because generally what I'm going to do is I, it's like I want to match with somebody who I think is not going to be a murderer and who will like be worth my time leaving my home for. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to really actually know what they look like until you actually go on the date with them. Like really, because I mean, you won't really know like what their body type is like, you know what well, I mean? Well, especially if there's not a topless photo though. Yeah, but I don't know how old that photo is. It's so easy to catfish somebody. Okay, so... Wait, but what about all the other photos? You could say the same thing for all the photos. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's like, was it the beard fishing and hat why, fishing? Why look or at photos at all then, though? Just like, like why, general, why are you applying this, like, well, the photo might be old rule to the topless photo? And I want to get a general others. idea of the person's attractiveness, which is like, which is why I think it's really good to have someone link up their Instagram profile or any other social media profile so you can see more candid photos, like less curated photos of a person. Yes, but, mm-hmm. but their body, their uh-huh. body is what we're focusing on. Here. Right. Do you want to see a picture that gives you an idea of their body? Mm. Okay. The answer no. is no. no. Why not? Why not? No, I think okay, I just let me, don't let care. Me, I just don't care so much. Okay. Let me explain yeah. why this is like, I mean, this is what I expected the answer would be. Yeah. But... Here's why I think that's strange. I, if I go through a woman's, you know, five photos Mm -hmm. and there isn't a picture. So women have this ability to show what their body looks like without having a topless photo. Mm -hmm. Some girls go, go as far as having a bikini photo. Oh, I do. In some ways that can be a bit, I don't know if aggressive is the right word. It can come off as a little bit, I don't know, immodest or. I'm not sure what, but in any case, women can show, can wear like Mm -hmm. a dress, Mm -hmm. right? And that's, that gives, that gives you all the information Mm -hmm. you need. I mean, it depends on the dress, but that can give you basically all the information you need to know. Mm -hmm. Um, But women who have a profile that does not include a full body shot is a pretty serious red flag. I've run into situations where, I don't know if that's like explicit catfishing. I don't know if they're doing it on purpose or not, but... Mm -hmm. Where somebody, you know, has five photos that are carefully curated and then, you know, they're 30 pounds heavier than those photos would imply. Mm-hmm. And so I think most men would be very wary of profiles that don't have a picture that indicates their body. And so sure. the response mm-hmm. from a woman that that is not an important data point is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I don't I just think. Gen- I'm not going to speak for all women, but I think generally most women don't care so much. I mean, we do care about attractiveness, right? I mean, you're not going to just, it's dating. Online yeah. dating kind of takes the middleman out. It's its a lot about vanity and like how a person looks, right? So you're not going to be with someone or like try and match with someone who you think is unattractive. Yeah. But I think physical, like physicality, I think is just a little bit different for women, right? Like if this person, you know, checks all the other boxes, like they seem really nice. They have a good sense of humor. They're not dropping any red flags. I think that's 
more of a like a pot of gold versus like if the guy has a six pack. Because I could I so, could just have sex with any fucking like Dumbo. You know I what I know, mean? But so is a topless photo a negative signal? Yes. In are there any situations where it's not? Do you remember the topless photo that I had in my profile? I do. I thought it was wholesome because you I could tell you were with your dad. Yeah. And it was really cute. You guys were on a boat somewhere. So I was like, okay, he's an air body of water, well-traveled with his dad. Very cute. Yeah. Perfect. Checked all the boxes. Wasn't weird at all. pretty good looking too. Yeah, he's saying some. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's signaling that I'm close with my family. Yeah. And that you have good genetics. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You'll age well. (laughs) Right. Right. Maybe I should get a photo with my mom because she looks great. Yeah, she does. She does. Um. Okay, uh, let's see what else do I have in here. Mm. This one is uh, barely worth talking about because okay. it's obviously annoying. But you do see a lot of profiles. You, I see a lot of profiles with uh, filters on the photos, mm-hmm. and whenever I see them, I'm just like I can't. Mm-hmm. For starters, women who apply filters to their social media photos, and women that I will find interesting mm-hmm. things to talk about with mm-hmm. that Venn diagram is probably pretty small. <laughs> Um, and so that's a problem, but also like, what are you hiding? Like, there's just nothing good about that. Mm -hmm. If you want to apply a filter, do it in such a way that I can't detect it. It's like makeup, Mm -hmm. you know, there's some amount of makeup that is, ends up being a negative thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. Do you have anything to add there? I have no insight on this one. Yeah. It's just so obviously. Well, cause I mean, a lot of the filters, if you're thinking, there's certain filters I think I've seen where it's like the the hearts. Because I'll sometimes yeah. go, I'll sometimes go onto like the girl side, and I'll see like the ones where it's the cute filter, yeah. where it kind of blurs the skin, makes it look real nice. So, I mean, yeah. like I'm, I'm not like I'm not gonna judge that, but when it has like the hearts and stuff like that, I think if it's an obvious filter, is it just as bad as if someone's applying a filter where it's meant it's make it's meant for men not to detect it? There are even though it's very obvious. Google has this thing where. In portrait mode, it can do things that smooth your skin Mm -hmm. in ways that are not really detectable, Mm -hmm. at least not in the resolution of Tinder's photos, which is like 640 by 640 or something. Like they're pretty small. Uh So you can't, I mean, one could. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You could download it and then put it through uh, an algorithm detector and it could tell you, but I mean, most people aren't doing forensics (laughs) like that. Hacker man. One one could do that. Hypothetically. Yeah, not, not me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. I have a few yeah. photos on here that are like cliche. Uh, there's the woman in a sari and in, at a friend's Indian wedding. That's like a oh. really common ooh, ooh, ooh. one. And, you know, they're trying to signal that they're worldly yeah. and well-traveled. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe that they have interesting fashion sense. But mm-hmm. to me, it just... What does it say? What does it say to you? <laughs> what does it say to you? He's carefully calculating. It's just, I don't know. I just feel like they think that's like one of the most interesting things they've done in their life is go to their like friends, Indian wedding oh, in Bombay gosh. or whatever. And like that, I don't know. Maybe this is my privilege showing here, but like mm-hmm. that shouldn't be the most interesting thing that's ever happened to you. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like the yoga is an identity thing. It's the like you know, going to weddings of your like business school acquaintances as an identity is also kind of. Maybe they looked really pretty that day. I don't know. I wouldn't dox yeah. some. I wouldn't dox somebody. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of photos where I have of friends at their like non-white, fa- like fa- like friend or like fa- like family members like wedding a venue kind of yeah. a thing. So yeah. I like maybe it's just a day where they like 
were dressed up and they looked really nice that day and looked really dapper. Who knows? You know, yeah. I wouldn't dox somebody for that. Yeah. But if it's very, but if it's I guess hyper I'm being common, a little bit unfair here because, yeah. yeah, like what do I want women, women's like sort of dressed up photos to be? Mm-hmm. I think I just want to see them in a black cocktail dress. <laughs> Mm. some kind of whatever maybe it's like the bachelorette you want like you want like the bachelorette photos yeah (laughs) just one nice headshot one cocktail black dress shot one of them laughing the bachelorette (laughs) is like perfectly adapted to attracting the male gaze so i guess it's not surprising but (laughs) you heard Uh, it here first there's the uh there's the like Thailand elephant or Thailand tiger photo. Oh, the, t- the I actually have that like in my list in my list <laughs> really? of like animal photos. Yeah, the the tiger photo, people petting a tiger. Yeah. Again, I think it's funny if people do it ironically, but I think when people just have it up, I'm like, okay, so Wait, you went they on have this- a photo of them ironically petting a tranquilized tiger. Not a tranquilized tiger. I don't know. Like, there's. I think I saw someone do like live some, tiger. There, like someone. A, yeah, someone like pet like. A, there was a photo. Like a circus in Moscow. I don't in, know. Like, someone had a photo with a tiger that was hilarious, and they were wearing like a tiger jumpsuit, and I was like, that's hilarious. Oh, and, like it was like they planned to do this obviously for their Tinder for their Tinder profile. Yeah. And they like chose to bring. They chose to pack a, like a lion onesie with them. It I didn't thought, seem too try hard. I thought it was funny. Okay. I was like, this this is a long joke, and this guy was committed to it. Yeah. And if that's if this guy's committed to a joke, he's gonna be committed to me. Yeah. There's the Coachella Burning Man photo. Oh yeah, yep. You probably don't see many men. At oh Coachella. no, I see a lot of men Coachella photos. And really? They're always what is, what is like the typical man wear to Coachella? Uh, man at Coachella photo. It's basically a photo with a bunch of people behind them in front of some stage. Yeah. And they're wearing a jersey with no with like just a jersey. And they have sunglasses on because they're obviously rolling, so their eyeballs are huge, and they have their hands open like this. So. Yeah. Okay. No. That's the photo that I usually see on my end. What's right. this photo that you usually see? Is it just um, crocheted? Yeah, it's usually like with, the, with their three girlfriends and, you know, has the piece. Oh, group fo- oh, can we talk about group photos? Yeah, group photos are obviously a mistake. Yeah, group photos are a mistake. If you must post a group photo, make sure you're the most attractive one. Yes. Because Agreed. what happens is I see the photo. I have to like forensically try to find which one you are, <laughs> like going to the previous photo and the next photo. Mm-hmm. And if I do that and then the one you are is like the third most attractive one. I'm like, what do you even? Yeah. I understand some, not everybody has photos. Some people really like their, I don't know. Why would you, I don't know why you would post photos for your friends. There's a privacy thing there too. I wouldn't post photos of my friends unless like, yeah, it's just putting people's faces out there without their consent. I don't know. Like, unless you went to all your friends and like, Hey, can I put this on my dating profile? Yeah. And I just don't think you should do that. Yeah. You shouldn't do it for a number of reasons. I, I have a couple photos that look like, I'm at, there's one that looks like I'm at a dinner party. There's one that looks mm-hmm. like I'm like out at a bar, I mm-hmm. think. And both of those sort of establish that I'm not alone. You're wolf. not a recluse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've done enough. Okay. Do you have anything else? No, I'm done hating. Okay. I'm done hating on people. <laughs> okay. I wanted to talk about artwork as arousing. Uh, this has come up a couple times over the last <laughs> couple weeks. There was that I'll... statue in, where were we? We were in Kosovo. Where in Kosovo? Where were we in Kosovo? With the the statue with the nice boobies? Yeah. Oh my gosh, where were we? It's, her breasts just look like so heavy and... Where were we? I don't remember. Okay. I'll remember in a minute, but go on. Well, I thought that sculpture was weird. It was... Okay. Yeah, yeah. just for our listeners. It was in a plaza somewhere. Was it a fountain? It was a fountain. Okay. And there were these bronzes at the base of the fountain. Mm-hmm. And I think it was actually, this is a little embarrassing. Was she breastfeeding? Or yeah. She was holding no, no, she was, she was breastfeeding. Definitely. Okay. She was, a, the baby was about to suckle on the tit, but okay. she had like the most anatomically 
perfect breasts I've ever seen. The statue. Yeah. yeah. It just looked laid in and, and. Oh, they were beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, I was a little turned on by it. <laughs> you kept wanting to walk. You kept wanting to walk past that statue. I think I took a photo for no, like for you and sent it Alyssa, to you. It was on the way to and from everything. Really? Re- okay. <laughs> You're like, I planned my running route so that way I could pass by the statue right, three right. times. <laughs> I'm like the Strava champion of like the stretch of pavement in front of that, of that uh, sculpture. Um, and then there've been we've been to a lot of art museums mm-hmm. while we've been wandering around the Balkans here, and yeah, some of these paintings, well, yeah, are like fairly. I don't know, like what the line between pornographic and not mm-hmm. is, but some of them are pretty enticing. Yeah, there's a lot of horny art out here. Do you think that people? It is arousing. Oh yeah, and what was that one? It was like bust of a woman. Oh yeah, bust of a woman. That was in Bulgaria. I don't remember. I just remember the like nipples on that thing were yeah. like so <laughs> pronounced. It must have been a very chilly day when the mm. model was posing for the for the for the sculptor. Yeah, and yeah, it had this like had dress, this, like, low cut like little corset, and just the corset um, dress just settled right above the nipples. Right, the nipples yeah. were like holding up like they a couple up this, threads like, this, of fabric. It is like gossamer piece of fabric. It was it was yeah. yeah, it was pretty horny. Do you think that like people commissioned? works like this and then masturbated to them that that would be a lot of work you could i don't know just... michelangelo did i'm sure wasn't michelangelo potentially gay yeah but that's a, i mean that's why like all of his all of his sculptures were like of like really oh, yeah. like burly hot dudes and even like, the even, women, even women yeah, even like the men. women they look like men he just slapped some titties mm-hmm. on them and he was like whatever like <laughs> well masturbating to your own drugs is, is is even another level there when i was young <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I was Bring young. It. I have no artistic talent whatsoever. No, just drop boobies. I, yeah, I figured out <laughs> in high school, like just doodling in my in my notebook, I figured out this way that I could draw like a curvy woman. Mm-hmm. I'll show you later. Oh, you have to. Will you save them? It's pathetic. No, no, but I could still do. Like, <laughs> this, it's like one of my one like trick. Uh, anyway, it's not, it doesn't look that sexy, but I remember being able to draw it, and I, I wouldn't like masturbate it to it or anything. But I remember why. it being like arousing a bit. Yeah. Uh, you're a much better artist. Have you ever drawn something that you later masturbated to? Yeah, not that I masturbated to. Actually, I think. Do you think you could? Oh yeah, I totally could. Would you have to like draw it and then like put it away for a few weeks and then come back to it? So... No, I think if I was drawing it, because you have to find some inspiration to you have to find like some models like posing a certain way and everything. And so yeah. if I drew something, like I could probably get myself in the mood doing that. Yeah, but you're using a third party's thing in that case. No, I mean, like, I have, like, a little model that I can, like, move around and stuff, you know what I mean, to get into certain positions, so I can, like, use it to, as, like, um, a reference. I see. Like a little... uh, Like a little stick, it's like a stick figure with, like, joints and stuff, so you can move it around. Yeah, I've never seen such a thing, but I can imagine that it sounds It sounds creepier than it is, but people use this as a reference. I can imagine that being useful as an artist, yeah. Yeah, so you can do that. Do the joints move in, like, the the, proper ways? Yeah, yeah, the joints move in everything. There's, like, yeah, there's just, like, joints at, like, all the little points and stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yes or no to yeah, artist Louis horny. the Fourteenth masturbating to the paintings in the Louvre. I'm sure, and that's <laughs> that's why the Vatican they basically took away all the dicks. It was the Sixteenth. Yeah, they, in the Vatican they took away all the dicks and all the art. They kicked off all the penises, well, and, or, and, or they made the artists come back and put a little marble leaf over all the penises because they were like no nudity here, just way too horny. I was going to explain that away by saying like that was like some sort of puritanical religious thing. But no, they were that's horny. because that was making the priest horny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Can't get any worshiping done surrounded by all those dicks. Do you remember those two girls at the hostel in 
where were we? Sarajevo? No, we haven't been to Sarajevo yet. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. What am I saying? Where were we? Uh, we were in we've Bulgaria. only stayed in a few hostels. We were in Bulgaria. Was it Plovdiv? This it, is was really Plo- good. it was Plovdiv. It was. It was? Yes, it was. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Uh, hold on. <sighs> this is bad content. This is anyway, really, I know. <laughs> we were, it's actually not important to the story at all. Okay. So uh, we woke up, we stayed at a hostel, which we usually don't, but we did mm-hmm. uh, in this city town. And we, it was, it was in the morning and mm-hmm. these two girls and this guy were in the lobby and they were very drunk. Mm-hmm. It was like 7am. Mm-hmm. They'd been partying all night. They hadn't slept. They were still yeah. drinking beer actually. And we were chatting with them mm-hmm. and uh, it came up that they were going home in two days. I think they said. Yeah. And they mentioned and one of them was a bit more modest than the other, and I think a bit embarrassed about this, but uh, they mentioned that they were going to get waxed that mm-hmm. afternoon. Why? Why? Why what? Were they getting waxed? Comfort's sake. Probably weren't wear swimsuits. Two days before their vacation ended? Oh, yeah. Also, one of them had a boyfriend, she said. You can't have sex like immediately after getting waxed. Okay. So she was getting waxed preemptively as like, as like a present, as a gift for her boyfriend. Could be. I get waxed regularly, or I did before we started traveling full time. It just seems, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's news to me. <laughs> uh, what, it seems unlikely that, okay, let's say you've been seeing someone for a while. Mm-hmm. It seems strange to want to get waxed in. Bulgaria mm-hmm. versus I don't remember where they were going home to. Um, and yeah, it seems strange to take the risk just to be waxed the day you arrive. Or I, I think you might be introspecting a little bit too much into, I think they just found an opportune moment to get waxed someplace that was really cheap and affordable. I mean, it's like getting your nails done in a different country, right? Uh-huh. It's just, you find the opportunity to go and do it and you just go and do it. It's like uh, I just I don't think waxing tourism. No, no, not not waxing tourism. I just think it's like a window of opportunity. Like it's something that you're doing with your friends. You wake up, you're like, hey, what do you guys want to do today? It's like, oh, why don't we all get waxed? That'd be fun. I don't think there's there isn't like they were getting waxed for their partners. I think probably for their partners, but I don't think there was like some calculated plan where like we're gonna get waxed tonight. We're gonna go out looking for stuff. You know what I mean? It's like no. I don't think it was that. Yeah. No, I think. Well, I think the one especially was Mm -hmm. very. Uh, honest to her boyfriend. Yeah, I think they were probably just on vacation and their waxing appointment fell in a time that they were out of town. And so they went and just found a place. And that's what I think. Oh, so they normally get a, a wax every six weeks or something or four weeks. I don't, mm-hmm. know, I don't know how often they yeah. waxed. And, and this... <laughs> and it just happened to have fallen on a time when they were out of town, I think. I think it's okay. there wasn't much thought process going into it. Okay. All right, that's not very interesting. Yeah, sorry. Surprise. Yeah, okay. Um... Okay, this came from, I think this came from Reddit. I don't remember. Uh, This person says, she kept on sucking and sucking until I gave out. So my girlfriend and I have been pretty stressed lately. No fun stuff in bed for a good two weeks. Last night we had a deep convo about our future and all of a sudden she reached for my dick right before bed. I got hard and she got into position to suck me out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, it seems, whatever. 
This was hands down the most intense sexual experience I have ever had. IDK if it was from the stress or what, but I came seven times back to back. What? My girlfriend literally kept on sucking and sucking even after I came. Her lips didn't leave my dick for more than a second. My balls are still so sore the day after. I don't know what's gotten into her, but she just wouldn't let me go. I went from rock hard to soft, back to rock hard, all back to back with no break. By the sixth or seventh nut, I had to tap out. My balls felt so weak, kind of like when you're holding something, arms bent, and your bicep is about to give out. I'm so impressed with her. It's not an easy test to get a dick hard after coming and then making it come again. I was so surprised that she said I still ejaculated, not a dry climax on my last round. Does anyone know if there's a term for this where you come back to back with no breaks from a blowjob? Is he writing his own erotica? This has to be fake. Right? I don't know. I mean, I, it seems highly unlikely to me. I don't, I've only been in maybe two sexual encounters where someone was able to have sex with me immediately after ejaculating and then ejaculate again. But the refractory well, period. Me every time, obviously. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but the refract, but the Setting refractory the period. Listeners, obviously. Yeah, but the refractory period, it's, it's longer than just like coming back to back to back to back to. I, I don't know if that's. I know there are people with very short refractory periods. It's possible. This is, this seems Mm -hmm. very unlikely. Especially he says that he actually generated some semen each of the seven times. I mean, but if it, if it is true, good for him. I don't know. Like when I have my days where I masturbate like a zillion times, Mm -hmm. I think I've masturbated seven times in a day Mm -hmm. in the last year. I think I've done that once or twice and it's just not yeah your balls get your my balls get very 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 sore Mm -hmm. and it's you know the last few are more like you know the last four miles of a marathon like you you're just doing it to see if you can do you still produce like do you still like produce ejaculate afterwards yes but it's not much and i'm not doing this back to back to back to back it's like carefully paced over yeah it's like you get a snack my 18 hours of being awake (laughs) yeah (laughs) Wake up, masturbate, breakfast, masturbate, yeah. you know, movie, masturbate, yeah. <laughs> uh, et cetera. It's a perfect Sunday. Over. Yeah. And so, yeah, I imagine even if this were possible with being just he sounds, super uncomfortable. He also sounds young. So I don't yeah. know what, I, I mean, don't the know. The way he writes suggests that maybe it was four and he's exaggerating. It, I mean, it could be like, and he also said, it, I ejaculated like seven times. So it could be that he's exaggerating. It could be that he did have multiple back-to-back orgasms. Yeah. Seven is questionable, but I don't know. I mean, like, what is the male experience like? Like being, say, eighteen years old and like masturbating, like, and, or having sex for the first time. Can you go that many times? And is your refractory period shorter? And My it kind of dwindles down. Was definitely shorter. Yeah. when I was younger. I don't remember the exact sort of shape of it, how it, mm. how short it could be, and then. You know, it gets a little bit longer between the second and third than it was between the first and second. And I, I don't remember the shape of that graph. Mm-hmm. It's too long ago. <laughs> okay, next. This person says, my boyfriend is crushed by my masturbation habits. My boyfriend, a 22-year-old male, and I, 20, 20-year-old female, have been together for about 2.5 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is some statutory rape period in there. Uh, before we started dating, he seemed pretty open and sex positive. We talked pretty openly about sex, masturbation, etc. We moved in together after about seven months. So she was 18. Oh. Okay, let's let's, let's ignore the ages. Okay. <laughs> and soon I was made aware that me masturbating makes him feel extremely insecure. At first, he said he just didn't like that I was watching porn. So I stopped watching porn oh, no. and would just use my imagination. But then it became obvious 
he just doesn't like the thought of me masturbating because he would be upset anytime he found out no matter what I had hadn't looked at. Because he would be upset anytime he found out no matter, oh, no matter what I had or hadn't looked at. Uh-huh. I've, I've been caught a lot. <laughs> There's simply no sneaking it back <laughs> I never masturbate when he is home, but he always finds out. Always is capitalized. He's checked my search history and notices if anything like lube or toys have been moved. It's to a point now where he lo- locks our vibrator in a safe until we use it together. Obviously, this upsets me. For one, I grew up, blah, blah. Okay, the rest gets kind of depressing. And oh, no. There's, there's some interesting things about this guy her is... dark past, but I want to keep this light. Okay, you hear this in the opposite direction a lot. You hear about uh, a man's female partner finding out that he masturbates all the time and her being like really dis- devastated and insecure Wait, about what? It. Wait. Wait, you've never heard of this trope? No, the, I'm like, like I've jealous, heard of- the, the girlfriend jealous I've that heard her of, boyfriend I've, masturbates? I've, I've heard of this trope and like, I just thought it was Super like- not. Common. No, it's, I didn't think it was like that common. I thought it was like something that you, you do when you're like 16 or something. And you're like, oh my God, he- ma-. I don't- no, But- It comes up on Reddit multiple times a day. Uh, what? Like, yes. Uh, but this is the reverse of that. This is a, a man- a very young man, jealous a that, that, that uh, a young woman is 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 masturbating without him. Oh dear! Now, first off, uh, is it safe to assume that you would immediately break up with someone who? who Absolutely, yeah. This this, yeah, this guy is throwing red flags. Like he's just dropping red flags left and right. He cannot keep them in his pockets. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> these red flags yeah, are just locking, falling. Locking the is safe is, is uh, pretty. Abusive. Also, like the, it, it implies. It, it like this thing is going to like seep into other aspects of the relationship. The fact yeah. that he has to come home and he immediately checks her search history. Oh yeah, I like there's about no that part. yeah, there's no barriers. Like, there's yeah. no pass. There's no secrecy here. And he actually has to go around the house and he checks to see if the lube bottle has an accumulated dust. You know, if it's been moved like a centimeter to the right or something. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. It's, yeah, no, I mean it just implies like deep, deep insecurity on his end, um, controlling behavior, and this thing is going to escalate. It could escalate to like abusiveness later on, you know, yeah. abuse later on. I wonder. Yeah, I would have. First off, I would find it an extreme positive if my partner, if I found out yeah. <laughs> my partner masturbated, it would be weird to find out that they didn't. Uh, oh, wait, so I mean, has she, she though, he probably didn't introspect on this. Like, did she like ask him why he, it upset him? Or just he was just mad. She just says that he just was upset. I think. The post does go on. It gets a little bit dark. Oh, dear. So that it's not really. Yeah, I think she's young. And I think a lot of people have been in a situation where there was somebody um, in earlier in their dating history before yeah. they were able to establish boundaries and like establish like, oh, this is normal. This is normal. This isn't normal. You know, and so she's just kind of figuring out. Sounds like she's been with this guy since she was like, what, 17 years old. Yeah. You know, so. She's just learning. And this is probably like her first foray into a longer term relationship with somebody. She just doesn't know that yeah. this isn't normal. This the is short not normal. Here, the short answer is he's being abusive. And this is an, an extreme red flag. She could try a saving throw by like having yeah. like a long, careful conversation with him. But if he yeah. doesn't immediately reform, it's like the conversation would be like, look, this is normal. I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah. You can have an adjustment period, but this is happening. And if you can't tolerate it, bye. Yeah, man needs therapy. But she almost, used to go. almost certainly he will react negatively to that. So she should just she should just move on. She should probably just move on without telling him why, so that he doesn't get like weird and stalk her. Um, Maybe she should tell him. I'm not sure. It depends on the man. Like some men, you can break up with, and mm-hmm. you can give them some feedback, and yeah. that might help them, and that would be kind. Most men are 
potentially dangerous. And yeah. so, you, you know, the best sure. thing to do is just get out and... I think constructive feedback is always good, though, because I think nothing is a catalyst that makes people change on, like, uh, quite like shame. Like, if you shame someone, you're just like, no, I'm leaving you because you're doing something really shitty. And they're like, oh, actually, this isn't okay to do to people. Yeah, I mean, I you guess know, let's you like, make the argument you should leave the campsite better than you found it. But yeah, yeah, the issue is in a lot of breakup situations, women have like physical risk to themselves. I and agree. In that case, you should always minimize the physical risk to yourself. As a secondary objective, you can try to leave the campsite better, but gosh, but I wouldn't. And this is why this is, this is why there's all these men just running around thinking these things are normal. Yeah, <laughs> because we're at risk of being murdered. Yeah. Okay, this person says... Sorry, that got dark there. <laughs> Sorry, guys, let's keep it light. Yeah, this person <laughs> says, my wife has never had an orgasm and blames me for it. So my wife has never had an orgasm. She has never even gotten herself off on her own. She doesn't like sex, apparently, and whenever we, t- <laughs> whenever we try to have sex, she does nothing but resist me and complain about how disgusted she feels about sex. It's gotten to the point where I'm so sexually frustrated from not having sex and I'm pretty done with the marriage. I told her I wanted out of the marriage and she called me shallow for wanting to end things because she won't have sex with me. I don't see how I'm, how I'm to blame that she can't orgasm when she won't even try to have sex with me. All she ever does is lay there like a dead fish and whine about being fucked. Even goes as far to say that she feels like she's being raped. I don't know how Ooh. to deal with her anymore and I'm hurting because I love her, but I cannot be with someone who will, who will no longer have sex with me. I feel unwanted and trapped in a sexless marriage. All right. So for the sake of this conversation, let's assume this guy is not actually raping mm-hmm. and he is actually trying to be careful. Yeah, I think I read this she thread. Has, she has some trauma. Right. It sounds like there's a little bit of both going on here. I want to be clear, mm-hmm. but just for the sake of having an interesting conversation, let's yeah. assume this guy's not a rapist and he's okay. not forcing himself on her and he's actually uh-huh. good and well-intentioned here. Uh-huh. Uh, who's responsible for a woman orgasming? Ooh, chicken in the egg, huh? <laughs> I don't quite, I, I, I don't know from just my own point of view because I, learned how to orgasm quite early. Yeah. And so I think it's amazing. I mean, so wait, I don't understand. So they're married. Yes. And they don't have sex at all. Like, did they not have sex before they got into like did he not know what happened initially? Like what was gonna go, None go of down? That matters. Okay. And that doesn't that doesn't matter. What who's responsible for a woman's orgasm? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Gosh, I actually don't know. If you were 22, mm-hmm. there's no ages here, but like let's say you're 22 and you've never had an orgasm. Is it reasonable to expect to have one from sex? No, because if you don't know what brings you pleasure and you don't, you can't get into that headspace with your body to like, kind of like, let go of inhibitions um, and to know what, like, to know what brings you pleasure. I think it's going to be quite hard to have an orgasm. Not to say that you can't have an orgasm. What right? percentage but I think, of females is first orgasms do you think come in partnered sex? It needs to start would, with zero point. Yeah, I was going to say it's like, it's, it's like 0.10 maybe. I yeah. don't know. I mean, like I know my first like orgasm was from self, was from self-pleasuring and it came really early on. So I think a lot of women's first orgasm is One from them. One in a thousand. One in a thousand. That sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, like I think a lot of people's first orgasm comes from them exploring their bodies themselves, right? You know, just masturbating early on, like figuring out like, oh my gosh, this feels great. Yeah. You know? And I can't imagine, you know, how, like not touching your body at all and then like having sex for the first time and that orgasm coming like right away like i think it would maybe come later on down the road you know yeah by some miracle or accident or you know a lot of ex- exploration but i could imagine the following setup a woman is from a very conservative household um she's mm-hmm. never really felt comfortable trying mm-hmm. uh she gets married off maybe right and her first real sexual explorations all take place in a partnered 
right. uh, setup. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in that case, and, and maybe she's one of these people that can orgasm extremely easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just never knew because she never tried. And mm-hmm. so you can imagine a first right. orgasm coming in partnered sex that way. I sure. It's hard to imagine a situation where a man's orgasming for the first time in partnered sex. Because men, even if men don't want to try, yeah, what they'll, dreams? Have, they'll have wet dreams yeah. and whatever. Can, this, uh, I can't believe I don't know this. Can women have wet dreams? Yeah, totally. Have you? I have. Interesting. And, and have you I don't think orgasmed ever... in your sleep? I don't think I've ever orgasmed. I've definitely woken up horny, but I don't think I've ever orgasmed. Okay, I think a wet dream you, yeah. definitionally means you orgasm in your sleep or just yeah. that you wake up or something. Mm-hmm. Well, because usually I, like when I'm sleeping, like I'll like stimulate myself somehow, right? Because I'll like, wake up and like I'll obviously be wet or and I'll be like, you know, I'll be aroused. Okay, but, but so I don't you, think I've ever orgasmed. You've had the situation where you wake up highly aroused yeah. and then- do the needful. Oh, absolutely. Okay. But yeah, I'm not, I haven't been lucky enough to wake up with just a, an <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think we agree generally. Yeah. If a woman wants, if a woman has never had an orgasm, it's blaming her partner, the partner not being abusive, notwithstanding. Right, right, right. So we're taking out the, we're taking tricky. out the factor of him, po- like, yeah, potentially I, being this like guy abusive. sounds like he has some issues too, it's, but it sounds like, She's. It feels like she might be in the wrong headspace because it seems like she's upset with him for not trying to have sex with her, but refusing him when he's trying to have sex with her. And I don't know. Like this is something for me. It's hard for me to get get to a space where I'm. It's easy for me to have an orgasm when I'm not in the right headspace. Like if I'm worried, like do I leave this? Candy? I think that's pretty typical. No, and I think it's for men. Like you know, for maybe for men as well. Like if you have something going on in your mind that's taking you away from like the actual physical act of sex, it can actually, yeah, it can actually kind of like lower that bar a lot for you. Like if I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, did I leave a candle under the bathroom? You know, or I'm like, am I, I going to burn my house down? Or like, or something that like, happened to me that day? Leave like, if I'm like, candle on in your bathroom. I'm thinking of like a Why dangerous would there situation. Be a candle burning in your bathroom. I don't know. Like, I like the way things smell sometimes. Sometimes I leave candles on, and I, when I fall asleep, I'm not oh, great at it. I guess people light candles <laughs> after they shit. <laughs> but let's say you're doing it because of a shit or because like, of a bath. I'm just saying, like, you, you're like, setting, you're making, a, you're having a nice bath. Yeah, basically, I'm having mm-hmm. like like this hypothetical situation where my mind is elsewhere. Yeah. it can take away from you having an orgasm. So it seems like if she's got like. Something going on there. Oh, who knows? That's taking Let's, away listen, from the there, orgasm. There are a zillion okay. reasons why women can't can't orgasm. Mm-hmm. We don't need to litigate that. Um, how much time do we have left? Okay, we've got about ten minutes left. Is bathing suit camel toe gross, attractive, or just part of life? Just part of life. I'm shopping for bikinis in Florida, and they are all so thin. I was avoiding ones that accentuate camel toe, but my boyfriend disagreed. Oh, well, camel toes are hot. Yeah, I think so. Do you too. agree? Camel toes are so hot. Well. Okay, there are some camel toes that are not. Okay, what what camel toe would not be on? Wait, wait, first of all, do you know what the male equivalent of a camel toe is? Yeah, moose knuckle. It's all a moose knuckle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the first time I heard that, I laughed for days. I used to work with this guy who, um, he was amazing. I absolutely loved him. But he would always, but. whenever but whenever we did these um, group meetings at work, he'd always would have his legs wide open. Yeah. And he was a little, like a tiny bit, he wasn't super heavy set. Like he was actually very attractive, but he was a little bit heavy set. His scrubs were just a little bit too tight. Uh-huh. But he'd always have this moose knuckle going on, <laughs> like all the time. And so I could never pay attention during like, during rapport, because he would always just be like, right there. Right. You know, hard, but- I, Hard to ignore. And I didn't know what the, I didn't know what the, the term was called, but someone told me during a meeting, I was laughing for like literally four days about it. I just, I, couldn't <laughs> still yeah 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 Amazing. no okay. has been part of my vernacular for a while i don't, I don't remember where i picked it up okay but camel toes camel toes hot or not they're a part of life and yeah. i think they're so hot yeah i mean 
I think it's just whether the person is generally attractive or not. And if they're generally not, I don't know if I need to see. I don't know. I, I mean, if the I don't think, I don't think anyone can plus subjective. one themselves with a, with a marvelous camel toe. I, mean, I think anything that accentuates that, that like slightly hides, but also accentuates a part of your body that's hidden. Yeah. And like you and Mike have talked about this before where it's like men love that. Like you like kind of seeing something that other people can't see like a little bit, like I think nipples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See nipples through a t-shirt, favorite summer accessory. Yeah. You know, awesome. Camel toes. Awesome. Um, shorts that accentuate the under the butt. Yep. You know, anything that just like shows like a little bit These of something. These are all good. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that photo of the statue is like right there in the corner. Right. <laughs> Kids looking at it while talking about side Zip. boob. <laughs> yeah. This is welcome to our Literotica podcast <laughs> where I just describe side boob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do like one nice thing about Central Europe, mm-hmm. or I guess we're in Southeastern Europe, we're in the Balkans, is that there's a certain lack of modesty and it goes, it's multi-generational and in some cases, oh, I love it. in some cases you might want a little bit more modesty, but you take that, that, that neg- you take the bad with the good because mm. the good here is awesome. Like there's just, people are very open with their bodies and yeah, it's kind of fun to like walk around and go camel toe hunting. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good summer pastime here. Yeah, no, I mean like I, I love, I love the European view on nudity out here. I think walking out with just nipples and some self-esteem, ladies, that is the summer accessory for 2022 and from here on out. But even like, I just love seeing like all the Lolas outside, you know, all the, yeah. all the grandmas outside, just like at the, at the beach, like they don't have their, they have like their bikinis or they'll just have a bra, yeah. you know, and they're just they'll be sitting there in their underwear, just eating bread, watching the grandkids. And yeah. it's just like, it's just so unabashed. And they're just like, I don't give a fuck. Like the body's, the beach is going to get whatever my body, like whatever body I have, yeah. you know, I love it. Yeah. There's a lack of modesty in Europe. That is very different. We need to. I wish we could bring that to the U.S. Yeah. Well, we still have our puritanical origins. Okay, let's do one more. This person says, "Freak out over kissing him after blowjob." So, guys, tell me why it's so disgusting for a woman to kiss you after she swallows your cum. Like my new boyfriend loves to eat me out, then kiss me, and I love that. It's hot as fuck. But today he came in my mouth, and then I kissed him, and he's totally freaked out about it. He's pretty grossed out by it, and it's made me feel like I've done something wrong. I feel so embarrassed. Why is it such a big deal? I feel like he's overreacting. Like, cool, I get it. You don't want to swallow your own load, but just kissing me after I've swallowed it, is it really that strange? Well, uh, I don't know, Keith. <laughs> you tell us. Uh, ma'am, <laughs> we don't, there's no name here. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's fucking disgusting. And it's exacerbated by the fact that I've just nutted. And so I'm in this like post nut mm-hmm. clarity phase where I'm not aroused at all. Mm-hmm. And the lights have come up mm-hmm. and I'm seeing everything for what, what it really is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that combination of things, one, I don't want to interact with my own semen mm-hmm. and two, not at all aroused definitionally in mm-hmm. this moment. This makes it. I can understand not wanting to have fluids pass between each other. Like, you know, some people are into that where they're yeah, into like, you know, like cum swapping and like, you know, like, well, and some people like spit into each other's mouths. Yeah, yeah. So I can, I can understand that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, do you let your freak flag fly? Yeah. But I think, say she swallowed, she's clean, right? There's not, there's not like, you know, like, there's not like semen dripping from her lips and stuff. Yeah, and she's like but, blowing bubbles with it. Yeah, but, but it's on her breath and it's, you know, there's residue. Haven't you kissed me after? You have. Maybe reluctantly. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to be a good sport oh, here, Alyssa. You are a good sport. Oh, no. No, I don't I... think, I think you, 
I have at most. I can't remember you ever doing that. And well, I wasn't have, like blowing bubbles with it, but no, you know what I, I mean? Know, it wasn't. But yeah. To the extent we have kissed after, it was very super surface level yeah, it's, but it was like it sounds like a like a it was yeah. like a peck but that's what no. it kind of sounds no, like she no, it no sounds like penetration into your mouth yeah cavity, i think i'm also very cavity. i'm also very wary of you know your disgust level and like you know like what you would like or not like, i wouldn't subject you to something that i know you don't like yeah. you know without your consent but it well, sounds thank you yeah no it sounds like for her that she kind of i don't know what kind of kiss it was but it sounded like she tried to just give her boyfriend <laughs> like a little peck after sex and he flipped out well <laughs> he's like, just we don't have out. the details here I, sounds to me like yeah, she was gargling it and then came up to have a deep French kiss. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. There's, too, the there's too many holes in the story. For the sake of conversation, look, I understand why she wants to make out after she's yeah. she's feeling she's feeling very connected. And, you know, it's an intimate Ooh, moment for her. dripping with sarcasm there, aren't we? And, well, <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. I mean, she's mm-hmm. legitimately feeling those things. It's just he is not. And so right. it's... I wonder, you know, I wonder how many times this has happened to somebody where... Because the, again, these, these the poster sounds young, so I wonder how many times people have saw something from porn and they were like, "This is what people want. I'm going to try this," and they did it, and their partner was like, "Whoa!" I don't think you see in porn. You do see that in porn. You see that in porn all the time, no, where like you know, no. like a guy will come in a girl's mouth and they're just sitting there, just like like blowing oh, bubbles, sure, but like they you know, don't dripping do the it thing out. Where they go up and make out with the guy? Well, no. I think they do. Yeah, no. they do. Look, I'm not saying it never happens, but that mm-hmm. is a fairly unusual trope in porn. Maybe, maybe we watch a different porn. <laughs> I don't know. Are you searching for cum gargling? No, but I will now. <laughs> well, please do that on your own time. <laughs> okay. I think that's a good place to end. Uh, Fine. That'll do it for episode 80 of Your Mileage May Vary. Thank you, Alyssa. You're welcome. Uh, you can send us feedback or ask us questions at YMMVPod on Twitter or by email at YMMVPod at gmail.com. We pay a whopping $10 for feedback and particularly enjoy negative feedback since it can help us get better. So do your worst. Thanks to Alyssa. Thanks to you. And we hope to have you back next time on Your Mileage May Vary. Je me retiens. Non